Well, Tennessee pulls out a 34-27 overtime victory here at Acushire Stadium on this Saturday night in what I've been calling a statement win for Josh Heupel and the Tennessee football team here in Week 2 to begin the 2022 season. It's your mini-podcast here at VolQuest.com. I'm Eric Kane alongside Austin Price. And Austin, I- I'm not sure if this football team would have been mature enough to win a football game. In fact, I know it wasn't because it lost this game last year. It lost this game against Ole Miss. I think the maturity level with the ebbs and flows and the highs and the lows of this football game is a big reason why Tennessee came out on top. 100%. The, the, you know, they, you know, some of their veteran players found a way to win this football game. They gutted through it. It wasn't perfect. Um, there was many, many, many mistakes that they'll have to correct going forward. But, you know, this is a football team that found a way. And, I, you know, I, I know a lot of Tennessee fans were sitting there in the fourth quarter thinking, oh, here we go again. You know, this is going to be just like the Music City Bowl where we lost one in overtime to a team that was down some players that we shouldn't have. And I understand that line of thinking. But this team found a way. They scored. They put it on Cedric Tillman's back. They put it on Hinton Hooker's back. They got it done. And then the defense, you know, brought pressure. Uh, give... Tim Banks a lot of credit. The first quarter was a train wreck. They adjusted, and then the second quarter through overtime was really pretty good. I mean, you know, Pitt made some plays. They're going to make some plays. Um, Tennessee's not the Steel Curtain. They're not the 85 Bears or the 2000 Ravens. But, you know, Tennessee's defense made more plays tonight than, you know, you would have thought if you just said, hey, here's the first quarter snapshot. Now what do you think happened for the rest of the game? You know, you look at the stats, and we're not going to go through all of them, but (laughs) – you know, they're almost identical in a number of areas. First downs, 20 to 21, Pitt. Total offensive yards, 416 to 415, Tennessee. Total offensive plays, 83 to 77, Pitt. Uh, you know, very similar numbers. But I think one difference in between week one and week two for Tennessee is Tennessee got after it. I, you know, we'll talk about the offense and everything, but Tennessee got after the passer. And it was a horrendous first quarter for the most part for the Tennessee defense. But then they, they put their cleats in the ground and they, they pinned their hair, their, their, uh, ears back or whatever that saying is. And they got after the passer and they were getting close at times, but still hitting Keaton Slovis. Ultimately knocked him out of the football game. And then when Patty came in, they were hitting him. Finally got home. Wesley Walker got the first sack, but Tennessee was able to, um, accumulate nine tackles for loss on the game, four sacks. And I think they really got after it and made things difficult for uh, Pittsburgh in this football game. And, and that's great because, again, you know, Ball State, you didn't get the, that wasn't a good look, but that's one of the big questions was how's this pass rush going to look? And tonight it looked really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tyler Barron got home. He, he's the one that knocked out Keaton Slovis. Byron Young got stronger as the game went along. Um, they still got to be better. They still got to improve in a lot of areas. But the, again, the, on the whole, this is a football team that, you know, you know, took care of business on the road. Look around college football. Marshall won at Notre Dame. Yeah. App State won at Texas A&M. It's hard to win on the road, yet here those teams were getting across the hump. And that's what I told somebody, at, uh, you know, in Tennessee's traveling party going down the elevator to the field. I said, Tennessee fans, I said, the reason they get frustrated is they look around and they see App State go to College Station and win. They see Marshall go to Notre Dame and win. And they can't get across. And here Tennessee was, at the time, struggling to, to get across the finish line with Pitt. Now, Pitt's a, a really solid football team. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they found a way to get it done, which, you know, cushions everything. And they got two weeks to get better for Florida, a Florida team that, you know, whether they close it out with Kentucky or not, is a really solid football team. Thin, but still very, very solid. Yeah, no doubt. Um you continue to look at some of the highlights of this football game. As we mentioned, the two-minute uh, drill, 
you know, Hendon Hooker, was he as accurate as he needed to be? No, he was 27 to 42. Uh, fourth career game of over 300 yards passing, career high 27 completions, however. And uh, he does move past, yes, it is Jared Garantano with the most passes, at, I think 167. Uh, you know, attempted without an interception in Tennessee football history. You know, at the, at the end of the ball game, in the overtime period, when Tennessee needed to make plays, it went to number five. It went to their guy at quarterback. And ultimately, that, that touchdown got called back because of a holding penalty. But you, you saw in overtime what they were going to do. They said, hey, Hendon, we need your legs. Go win this football game. But obviously, his arm was big. As we mentioned, 18 targets to uh, Cedric Tillman, who came in way with nine receptions. 13 targets to Jalen Hyatt, who had 11 catches. Uh, four for four with Brew McCoy. You know, Hendon, again, was not perfect, but he played a pretty daggone good football game. Yeah, I agree, and, and you're supposed to run it through that. Now, speaking of running, I thought Tennessee struggled to run the football. I thought the offensive line really struggled tonight. Uh, yeah. I, Gerald Mincy, you know, got the full go at, at, at left tackle. Um, I didn't think it was Darnell Wright's best game. It was Darnell Wright's best Javante game. Javante Spragans as Spragans well. Spragans was, was, was hit and miss. Um, they... they I, I thought their best run of the night was when they lined up under center and ran right to go with Jalen Wright. Then you fumbled. And, and then he fumbled. Uh, just because it, it was a, a nice wrinkle because Tennessee never gets under center. But um, Went under center one time last year, scored a touchdown. I just want to throw that out there. You need to be able to, to run the ball more effectively going forward. Tennessee needs its running game to be more effective going forward. A lot of what Tennessee did on the ground tonight was Hendon Hooker. Yeah. And, and that's not going to be good enough to win games in the SEC. I thought Jalen Wright ran hard. But obviously, once he fumbled that play we were just talking about, he didn't come back into the football game. Jabari Small, and speaking with some people after the game, looked like he was a little down on himself. I mean, 18 or 10 attempts, 18 yards. He had two touchdowns. If he's on your fantasy team, you're pleased with his performance. But obviously, you know, not a great showing for Jabari Small in this football game. Tennessee's got to run the football, and so you got to go back to the drawing board, hopefully get some confidence moving in with Akron. But you've got to run the football against Florida in order to win that football game. Now, Someone who was good tonight, and I got to tell you, I looked at you and I said, I am shocked that he made that field goal. Chase McGrath, not taking anything away from him. I think he saw it 35 in, but he converted on a 37 and a 51, and those were obviously big points for Tennessee tonight. Well, I agree with you, and and if you talk to anybody around the program, he struggled mightily in fall camp, missed a lot of field goals and scrimmages, really, that thing was really a, a coin flip up in the air, you know, between he and Toby Wilson you know, probably two scrimmages in. Like, it, there was that much, you know, uncertainty with McGrath. But, hey, he's, I, I joked in the press box, he's the Josh Dobbs of kickers. I mean, he, 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 you know, not great in practice. He's nailing 51-yarders in games. And, you know, two big field goals tonight. He stepped up, um, you know, and, and delivered when you needed him to. You had a punt blocked. You know, um, Tennessee winning, thinking they could get home. It ends up being Pitt getting home and blocking a punt. And that yeah. really kind of, you know, Took some momentum in the second half. Tennessee really squandered the third quarter. After Slovis gets knocked out, they had the third quarter with multiple drives for a chance to go up 14. That's why I keep saying Tennessee and tried so hard to lose this football game. They did. They, yeah. dropped, they dropped a couple of interceptions. I mean, you know, again, I thought Tennessee played their C-minus game, and, and they found a way to win. And, 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 that, and, again, I'm not saying Tennessee doesn't have flaws, because they do. They do. But then they've got to figure some stuff out. But when you look at the grand big picture – Tennessee won with their C minus game on the road, in, yeah. in my opinion. I, I thought, you know, it was it was very, 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 very average at best. Against a team that I think we both can agree is a, well, it's, it's a top de- twenty five team. Well, and it's depleted. It, it's not an eight yeah, it's, it's depleted. depleted, but at the same time they've got talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's hard it's 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 hard to win, period, 
It's hard to win on the road, and Tennessee found found a way to get it done. You know, we'll have plenty on on our rewatch. I'll have a rewatch out probably sometime on a, tomorrow. On a recruiting note, Ryan Wingo, the five star twenty twenty four wide receiver from Missouri, was here. He'll be to Knoxville in a couple of weeks. Him getting to see Tennessee throw it around, Cedric Tillman get eighteen targets, oh, yeah. Jalen Hyatt get thirteen targets, and, and Brew McCoy make a big score. I, I think that only helps Tennessee's case when you factor in he was here once in the summer. He's going to see Tennessee twice in a matter of weeks during the season. That, to me, helps establish Tennessee as a factor for him long term. You're still going to have to beat out the best of the best in college football for him, but a kid that likes to catch footballs sees Tennessee loves to throw it in the air. Well, plenty more notes. I'll have a rewatch coming out tomorrow at some point in time. I know Brent will have one. He'll have 10, 10 things he thinks he thinks following the game. He'll have his, uh, his day after, all that type of stuff. Uh, I do want to make note, Aaron Beasley, another phenomenal game. He is he is stepping up big for Tennessee right now. thought Amari Thomas played a great football game. But, of course, we'll have more notes on that as the weekend progresses. But Tennessee, an overtime win, found a way when it counted to be victorious up here uh, in the second leg of the Johnny Majors Classic. Pittsburgh took the game at Knoxville last year. Tennessee takes the game in Pittsburgh this year, 34-27. to The Volunteers moved to 2-0 on the season. And we'll go back home to play Akron and then Florida uh, coming up in the weeks to uh, pursue. So, uh, for Austin Price, I am Eric Kane. Continue to check the front page of AllQuest.com and, of course, the general quarters. If you haven't already, $1 for one year on three. It's been awesome so far, and we'll keep the conversation up over there at VolQuest.com as the night goes on.